Welcome to UUCSW Reflections, a podcast by the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. We're glad you're here. All you need to remember is how it sounded when you stood in the place of death and heard the living call your name. I ended up asking one of my friends, who's an Episcopal priest, if she had any favorite Easter poems, and she sent me this one from Jan Richardson. The program committee had asked me what Easter's like in the Southern Hemisphere, meaning, if it's not spring. This was a good question. So I did my usual search of our gray hymnal, our Soul Matters packet, and the entire UUA worship database looking for Easter readings that were not secretly about springtime. I found exactly nothing. Zero worship materials that didn't conflate Easter and spring. So I asked my friend, and what ensued was a hilarious conversation in which I explained to her that I was trying to do an Easter service that was just about Easter and not actually about springtime. She was so baffled that she asked me a series of clarifying questions and just became more bewildered and amused by the answer. Yes, a story about resurrection has some clear overlap with the journey from winter to spring. And we know that so many Christian holidays co-opted pagan traditions to spread Christian teachings more easily. And... Easter is not about springtime. It's about Jesus. Or perhaps it's the story of how the people who loved him lived after his death. In the words of the poet, all you need to remember is how it sounded when you stood in the place of death and heard the living call your name. A few weeks ago in reporting about the Russian attacks on Ukraine, NPR mentioned something about the Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Boston. And it occurred to me that Ukraine is a predominantly Christian country. What then does Easter mean under siege? Here's what I appreciate about the Easter story. It isn't sweet. It isn't flowery or cute. Contrary to all the sugar associated with this holiday, Easter is not a cloying story about everything happens for a reason, or insert any other vaguely religious platitude that skirts around suffering with an extra dose of nice. Easter is about the life outside the tomb, the intersection of horror and wonder. Easter is a story about what happens after someone dies, after the most beloved of your life dies in impossible anguish. This is crown of thorns pain, mocked and left to die in slow agony pain. It's not sweet. And I think that's why it matters. Perhaps Easter under siege makes for a more honest retelling. 
a more profound sense of despair held together with the impossible resurrection of hope. It sounds less cheerful and more like breath re-entering a collapsed lung. The miracle of this story is the way life re-enters that place of grief beyond hopeless grief. The miracle is that those who are staggering through their loss get to experience wonder again, that life continues. As Unitarian Universalists, we sell ourselves short if our faith doesn't help us hold steady in the face of that kind of pain and retain a belief that more life is possible. But here's where individualism fails as a worldview. Because it is true that everyone dies, sometimes in tragic and unimaginable ways. Our belief in life is not about individuals. It's about the way that people keep showing up after the depth of grief has held you hostage. It's about your community being a place of hope and love when you are lost in despair. It's the family circled around a fresh grave. It's the way Mary enters the empty cave and more becomes possible. Imagine Easter in Ukraine this morning. For all the people who call that place home and this day sacred, imagine what this story means for people living through war. I know Easter can feel squeamish for you use, and there are certainly theological interpretations of Easter that are at odds with universalism. It's not surprising that we get around this with the easy conflation of Easter and springtime, but what if it's not spring? What if your home is a bombed-out ruin of cement and debris? The story of the tomb, the death, the grief tied up in the telling of Easter can only mean more, not less. And in truth, the resurrection of Easter is entirely separate from the resurrection of spring, because spring is something we know. We trust that it will come, perhaps at a different time or with different weather, but we know still that spring will come. We see the snowdrops and the red buds, the changing light, the pollen green of the treetops. We see spring coming. We know it is upon us when it arrives. And that is precisely the opposite of the kind of resurrection that is Easter. Easter is about unimaginable life. A renewal that we only have reason to think is impossible. There is no anticipation in Easter, no accumulation of evidence that life is returning. Good Friday and Holy Saturday are precisely the opposite. The only evidence is that death has won. And yet, when all hope is lost, Something changes. The Reverend William Schultz, who served both as UUA president and later as the executive director of Amnesty International, 
He presented the Barry Street Address at our annual UU conference in 2006. The essay was part of our required reading for ministerial credentialing, and it was the very last thing I read before I went before the credentialing panel at the UUA. I have not forgotten it. Reverend Schultz writes in horrific detail about the things he saw in his time with Amnesty International. And he ends his essay with this, which I'll quote at length, this portion is not graphic. He says, What torture has taught me, what all those brave souls, and yes, even a few of their tormentors have taught me, is never to give up on the glimmers of grace, for not everything is all that it seems. If even survivors of torture can reclaim a sense of life's bounty, then surely you and I and all to whom we minister can too. If the torturer cannot fully break the human spirit, nobody can. For we Unitarian Universalists know out of the depths of our faith and the teachings of our tradition and the succor of our community that the chess master was right. Chancing upon a great painting in a European gallery of a defeated Faust sitting opposite the devil at a chess table with only a knight and a king on the board and the king in check, the master stopped to stare. The minutes changed to hours and still the master stared. And then finally, it's a lie, he shouted. The king and the knight have another move. They have another move. And that's finally what torture has taught me, that it is not just the king, but the knight, not just the queen, but the rook, not just the bishop, but the pawn, not just the wealthy, but the pauper, not just the fortunate, but the weary, not just the torturer, but the tortured. Not just the powerful, but every single person, every single blessed person until the day we die. Every single blessed person on this earth, every single blessed person has another move. We all have another move, he says. More is possible. More life is possible. Death does not win on the scale of ultimacy. Yes, people die. We know this. We know it in our lives, in images of war, in this story of resurrection. Death is a presumption in Easter. Here's the thing that matters. The thing that flips the table and fills the tomb, we're not alone. The world isn't empty. We are connected to each other, to the places we've loved, to the history we tell. The summation of connectedness is a thing beyond our fathoming. Sometimes, in glimmering moments of wonder, we see it. We bump up against it and we call it serendipity. 
here's what I know. Death is real, and so is life. But death doesn't destroy the world. It causes grief and great suffering, yes, but it cannot erase the ways our life imprinted in the great connectedness. Maybe you have lost someone you couldn't imagine losing. I have. And the miracle was that life kept filling in around that cave of impossible horror. Not the life of that beloved person, no, but life nonetheless. Yes, Easter can be a difficult or at least confusing holiday if you harbor any cynicism about the Bible or Christianity. That's understandable. But there is a line our covenant asks us not to cross. Don't spoil it for the people who need it. Don't belittle this holiday just because it doesn't work for you. I think the world needs more resurrection right now. A reminder to look for the possibility in appearing in empty places. A hope that says more good is possible in the most harrowing of times. I'm thankful that it's Easter in Ukraine this morning. Thankful for the reminder of hope resurrected for a people living through extraordinary violence. What if your worldview held hope in possibility? What if your worldview assumed that creativity and connection win? That more good is possible even in the face of profound violence? Would it change how you live? Would you have the courage to make different choices or retain a greater sense of resilience alongside the world's suffering? All you need to remember is how it sounded when you stood in the place of death and heard the living call your name. Amen and blessed be. Happy Easter. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW or for ways to get involved, visit us online at uucsw.org. All are welcome.